Hey there, guys, and welcome back to Good to Meet You on the podcast today, the 2021 wrap-up edition. I wanted to go over just the observations from the year. Of course, uh, things really ramped up for me, uh, having that kind of awakening experience in August. And from there, really, I've just refined my understanding of what is going on in the world. Also, the the deeper parts of it, which is, you know, obviously the spiritual stuff, the comprehension of the world around me, but also as a human being, as a man, um, just seeing the world from a different place, growing in a lot of different ways. So uh, it's been an interesting year. Let's get into it. First, I did want to thank you guys for listening and being here. Uh, I make these podcasts uh, as an as a source of entertainment for myself, as a source of uh, uh, teaching for others, but also teaching for myself. I feel like these are um, really valuable viewpoints that I'm getting a lot more out of than maybe you are. But perhaps you're pulling from those uh, from those segments or those bits a little bit about what it is that I'm going through and uh, and and growing into those things as well. But it's totally up to you. You know, I. Your path is your path, and I am here to be with you, just like I hope you're here to be with me. And, uh, you know, it's, every day is a, a journey, so we're here to do it together. One of the biggest lessons I learned this year, other than my soulhood, right? Um, but if we're taking lessons, I would say love everyone and tell the truth is definitely the biggest thing that I've learned this year. It is just absolutely insane to me that I I never really thought about loving everyone as something that you could just do, right? We, we're constantly in a place where we're judging people for who they are or how they are, but we often don't reflect on the fact that we create those environments in which people are the way that they are. You, by interacting with someone or placing judgment on someone's values, and setting your own values apart and saying, well, you're not conforming to the way it should be. And the way it should be is simply an illusion. The reality is much more than that. And when people are confronted with the truth, they'll either acknowledge it as being true because it is, or they'll reject it because it doesn't fit with the personality, you know, uh, view that they have. Of course, that's all egoic. It's all, you know, a projection of their mind. That's really hard for people to deal with, but what I can do to kind of create a space is love them as they are and recognize that they are going through those feelings, going through that experience, and um, just be there and be ex- be accepting of whatever they've got going on. So loving everyone, telling the truth, honesty is the best policy. And, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard it before, but I really... People respect it. People respect someone that tells the truth. And if they're set in their ways, then they'll they'll they won't respect it. They'll hate it because they don't want to hear the truth of what you have to say and what you have to say. If you're coming from a place, really coming from a place of of just honesty and and non-attachment for the reality or the expectation of what what's going to come, then people really do take that and they say, oh, okay, that is that is something that I can work on or I can adjust that kind of viewpoint that I had because I know that it's not really true. And uh, that that's a pretty big place to come from. So loving everyone, telling the truth, um, something to put into practice. It's difficult to do all the time, but execution is key. 
a big challenge for me this year was actually the 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 reality of being a, a human right we kind of uh it's silly but i i think that i wrestle with the now that i know i'm a soul wrestle with the idea that i need to still be a human and that there are human responsibilities that need tending to the person i love katie you know which love is another huge lesson that i learned this year but just balancing the experience of being both human and also a soul and what those things mean there's it's two different kinds of work almost you know there's the spiritual work the non-tangible things and then there's the tangible things that's all they're all physical right the human body the human experience having a job you know filling all those roles and that's i think the part that made me kind of step back and see who I really was and what are just the roles that I fulfill within my life. And yeah, it, it is kind of funny when you step back and think about it like that. There's just so much that is, has nothing to do with you actually. It has so much more to do with you physically and within the space of being a human being. There's a lot more, uh, a lot more space for you to observe that separation between humanhood and soulhood and trying to find that balance has been something that's been very challenging for me but I think that the most important thing that I saw in that challenge was the fact that you can do it all you can really do it all and people do it all the time we do it constantly with um, you know balancing a spiritual practice and um, finding yourself, educating yourself, and uh, also educating yourself about what options are available to you in, you know, the, the, the plane of existence that we do spend the most time in, which is that human, you know, uh, physical plane. So, um, yeah, finding balance and just experiencing it as it is, uh, and just having fun with it and seeing all the different planes of existence and in the psychological planes that we that we examine, and it just really is something very fascinating to me. But definitely not lost on me, and it's something I'll continue to uh, cultivate in the next fifty years or so. <laughs> so I got a long journey ahead of me. Love itself also gave me a unique perspective. This year has been uh, really, really interesting for loving somebody else, and especially with my love for Katie and our relationship starting in 2020 and then the engagement in 2021. I, I had to evaluate what love was and, uh, and, and how love is something that we don't just experience, but that we experience with other people, with other souls, and that's, that's a pretty big deal. You know, that's a pretty big deal to evaluate the soul level love, you know, the love for somebody, what love is also like the religious part of it, which is like, is love just joy, you know, is love the light that you feel between two people like those were a lot of those questions that I had to answer for myself. And what I found was that um, with Katie, I feel through her, I feel love, you know she stimulates a place in me that is love, you know, and there is an opening that happens when you love somebody. And if you could open yourself to people uh, and kind of going to vulnerability as well, like being vulnerable with people who have your best interest in mind and really do want to like 
create that space for you to be your genuine self and love you genuinely like that's such an amazing thing and I've gotten to really see that and just seeing people without the physical part of it and loving them for the the being that they are not the non-physical being that they are if that makes sense I said non-physical but I meant non-being physical uh it, it's interesting you know but love is love and it fills you with such depths uh the non something with non-tangible you know you you talk about things that you can know and things you can't know you can't know love until you know it and you can't know joy until you know it but you can know uh poor you can know being poor you know but you can't understand poverty unless you're poor and those are I don't know. There's like a, a mixture of, of so many different components of being human and um, that love and understanding how to how to be in love with people without the I don't know, maybe the projections of your insecurities. I think that that's a challenge and a lot of people struggle to find that. And I'm just kind of falling into line with where I'm supposed to be going and what I want to do and um, it, it really is justifying to see myself growing in that way because it could have not happened just as easily. In my human work, uh, being a learner support representative for a transcript service company, it has been really, really interesting to delve into that position itself. But most importantly, I've gotten to deal with a lot of people and, and create those environments for people to just be their natural selves. But it also gave me something that I didn't know that I had or maybe I didn't know that I needed, which is actually something that I it became readily apparent recently when I was doing a shadow for a position that I'm I'm looking at applying to. And the guy was uh, saying, yeah, it's a lot of reacting to issues. And, uh, you know, that seems like uh, seems like a challenge for some you know, some people to react to everything but it made me when i had to describe why i was looking to change positions i i said the kind of something similar i was like i'm i'm sick of working in environments where people are running around with their heads cut off you know and the the world's falling apart the streets are you know on fire like i just i i don't live in that space and i don't work in that space i don't work in a space of like panic because I'm very composed and because I'm become more patient and understanding, I don't freak out when someone says, oh, we have a major issue. I say, well, what's the problem? You know, uh, there's no panic on me. So I'm become more responsive in my day and in my life and the way I interact with things. I'm not reacting like, oh, my gosh, I need to go fix that. It's more like, OK, how can we remedy this issue? You know, it's it's a composure that I didn't know I had, but it's come out of that kind of patient comprehension and understanding of the world around me. I just don't, I don't, I don't get so responsive or reactive. I'm so much more responsive. And that's, that's a huge deal because I don't feel like reactive is, it has a very negative connotation for me. When I think about what that feels like, if you really think about reacting to something, like it feels kind of snappy and um, like you're fixing something. There is a negative, you know, and I talked to Katie about this and she said, well, it, it seems negative. No, it's like if you respond to something, 
there is a there is a power behind it and the power isn't necessarily like strong but it's it's uh it's full and broad and i don't know i just feel full and broad all the time because that's who i am is this very full and broad individual and there's so much more to me than the 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 physical aspect or the role that i fill because the composure that you approach things in definitely has a lot to say with like how you are going to impact a situation and i remain composed which is huge that's such a, it's such a great place to you know see the world from that's given me a lot of a lot of perspective useful perspective for how i can impact any given situation I think my quality of life has changed a lot in, in, in the better. I mean, other than the fact that I'm now living in a house with my fiance, and there's, I mean, a lot of good life things that have happened to this point, but I also recognize that what I'm going through this life is way more, I guess it's like the things that I would previously have sought out are now not as much of an interest to me. My just general perception of, the way things are and the way that I feel gratified has changed a lot. I'm just happy being by myself, you know, or I'm happy being in a space where like I could just be calm and, you know, I just don't have that kind of necessity to go do things. I do want to accomplish things. I think that that's an important thing to add to the life experience of the people around you. But for you or me in this case, I just want to do things that are beneficial for my well-being. I am not thinking as much about uh, if if I'm going to leave a legacy. The legacy is left, you know? The legacy is left in the days that you spend, the moments that you share with people, the impact on your community. Those are all really the legacy things. Like It has very little to do with how much money you made or the role that you have at your job. Those are all good things and necessary for human things, but not necessary for you to be happy as a, as a person at the end of the day, like I'm not living for a paycheck and I'm not living for a title because a title means nothing to me. It's all impermanent anyway. Like if you really think about it, it's not staying with you. It's not going to be there in 30 years you know, if you're sick and you break your hip, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, but he was a really good learner support representative. No one cares. No one cares. And you shouldn't care about the role that you play or the job that you have. If it gratifies you, that's awesome. That's really the goal. That's the plan. And everything else is just secondary. Life takes on a whole new meaning when your only interest is in the interest of the soul and the interest of others. And I just want to continue that trend into 2022. So as you chart your course into the next year, into the next few months, even, even tomorrow, right? Just even tomorrow, as you chart that path, what does it look like? What do you want in your future? Those are things that I need to think about, that you need to think about. But ultimately, that future will come. And no matter what happens... You know that you will have people around you, right, that will support you. And if you don't have people around you, seek those things out. Seek out opportunities for you to be the best version of yourself, the best version spiritually, physically, 
you know, aspirationally, what do you aspire to? Because there's so much that you're capable of that you probably haven't even set your mind to because you don't see an avenue in which you can succeed or in which you can make money. But listen, it's not about the money. I've been doing this. This will be my 19th podcast that I've made. Six hours, 39 minutes, 32 seconds of actual audio. I probably cut out another two or three hours worth of podcasts at least. Uh, realistically, plus an hour for editing, somewhere longer than an hour. Um, but yeah, I we're probably looking at more along the time commitment of about 30 hours uh, for a podcast that made me no money. You know, I always see the things, oh, do you want to make money? Get rich, you know, start getting ads on your podcast. But like, do you want to hear ads as a listener? Do I want to produce ads as a provider? Like, I don't want to do that. That seems silly. I just want to make content. I want to make you guys happy. If it gets a, a little bit of money in my pocket eventually, awesome. But I'm I'm not really that hungry for money. If this is a full-time gig, amazing. That'll be wonderful. But ultimately, the thing that is most important is seeking out what you're passionate about, finding the thing that makes you whole, and clinging on to that. Make it about the message that you're sending. Make it about the things that you're passionate about and how you want to impact the world. At the end of Man Enough, they do rapid-fire questions. And one of my favorite questions is, you have a time machine your ghost at your own funeral in 50 years, what is something that you would like to hear about the way that you walk through the world? How would you like to be remembered? Now, legacies, as I've mentioned, are fleeting, and uh, the way that people remember you is obviously how you've impacted them in their lives. How would you be remembered today if it was your last day? How would 2021 be remembered about you? What did you do, and what will you do in the next five years, 30 years, 80 years, whatever it is that cements you as someone that loved well, lived well, and was the kind of person that you would want to have in your life at all times. That's something to consider as we head into 2022. Thank you guys again for listening, for loving, laughing, and enjoying this podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing new year, and I will see you in 2022.